Okay, here we go. Welcome to part two of this episode of What You're Saying featuring Richard Jones. Um, we're just going to go straight back into it. You'll hear a little jingle and then you'll hear Richard Jones talk about what he's saying. So cue the cheeky jingle. We're going to kick into the main bit now. Okay. So obviously um, we just want to hear from you on a topic, any topic that you think would be good for us uh, primarily as a youth group to hear and mm-hmm. would, would challenge us and would encourage us. Yeah. Um, so I know you've been thinking, what's, what is the the topic? What do you want to share about? And um, what is it that's made you think about this and, and yeah. want to share it with us? I suppose it's um, that one of the things that I was going to share on was restoration. But actually, as I've been thinking about it this more again today and praying about it, I, I was just reminded of, of something in in the Old Testament the story of Samuel and I just want to look at Samuel's response when God speaks to him mm. and just say really that God is always speaking and God is speaking to you God is speaking to me um, he wants us to hear him and then he wants our response to be the same as Samuel's response and I love Samuel's response because it's so simple it's, it's quite funny God speaks two words to Samuel and Samuel responds with five words to God but it's in that seven word conversation mm. that then opens the floodgates and then Samuel is changed and mm. he becomes this literally this towering figure in the history of Israel he becomes this hero of faith and um, to a nation in a time where there was seemed to be no other godly person on the mm. planet let alone in a nation let alone in a church let alone in a town or anything mm. like that and so I guess that's that's what I wanted to talk around really. Yeah. So what is the could you share a bit about the the story and yeah. and what happens and uh. Yeah, I'd love to. So it's it's in 1 Samuel 3. And um this stuff that precedes it about how Samuel, Samuel's mum prays for a son and she dedicates him to the Lord and <clears throat> there is something really special about that and you know y- you might be listening and you're young and you've got parents who are Christians and I just want to say that I really believe that what you've got, that heritage of having your parents as a Christian is really important. Mm. And if your parents aren't yet Christians, just pray for them because yeah, um, God will God will work into your family. Yeah. But Hannah is definitely a godly woman mm. and she prays for her son and then she's willing to dedicate Samuel to God. Mm. And, um, and so Samuel's now in the tabernacle, which is essentially the tent where God lives mm. and where the priests work. And there's an old priest called Eli who's working there and he's old. His sons are pretty much rotten. They're like, they're bad priests um, and very immoral priests. And Eli is, is going blind. And, and it talks about how the nation is dark. Eli can't see. Mm. Um, God isn't speaking at this time. It's a really dark time for Israel. Mm. And they desperately need some light to break in. They, def- they desperately need some help. And so in, in 1 Samuel 3, verse 1, it says, um, The boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was almost blind, by now had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. And so just even in this little introduction, you know, Samuel's still just a boy. Mm. He's not a fully grown man. He's a boy. Yeah. But it's like that. God's not interested in our age. <laughs> mm. in, if you hear this right, God's, God doesn't care how old you are. Yeah. 
God just cares about whether you're willing to listen to him or not. And when you listen, whether you're willing to do what he says. Yeah. And if you are, age is totally irrelevant. Um, and so Samuel's a boy. He's serving Eli. Eli's almost blind. He's gone to bed. It's kind of like everything's just, you know, the spiritual leaders are, are blind and tired. <laughs> mm. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. But there's this image of almost like even the lamp of God was at its dimmest. Yeah. But Samuel is sleeping in the tabernacle near the Ark of God. And there was something in Samuel where he just wanted to be near wherever God was. Mm. And, um, you know, I think obviously God's everywhere. But there are certain times in certain places and among certain people where you're aware of God yeah. in a very different way. And, and even Jesus says, we're two or three are gathered in my name. I'm there mm. in a special way. So, you know, for us even, we, there's not an ark for us to be near, but we can make ourselves available to be near other people who are godly, near places where we know God is being honoured, places where we know we're going to be encouraged in our faith. Because those are always good places to hear God speak. And then it says... Um, suddenly the Lord called out Samuel and so Samuel says yes what is it and he gets up and he runs to Eli thinking that Eli's called him and Eli's like I, I didn't call you you know the, the guy's like let me sleep <laughs> go back to bed he said so Samuel went back to bed and then the Lord called out again Samuel and again Samuel got up and went to Eli here I am did you call me I didn't call you my son said Eli go back to bed and Samuel didn't and yet know the Lord because he'd never had a message from the Lord before. And so, you know, even Samuel has never heard God speak to him before. And then Sam, God calls to him again a third time. And once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli. And he says, here I am. Did you call me? And then Eli, like the penny drops for Eli. It'd been such a long time since he'd heard from the Lord that he'd forgotten what it was like, yeah. I think. And then he realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, Go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. And the Lord came and called as before. And this time God says, Samuel, Samuel. I think even God's helping Samuel yeah. at this point. <laughs> and Samuel replied, Speak, your servant is listening. So you've got God saying Samuel's name twice, two words. And then Samuel's five-word response, Speak, your servant is listening. Mm. And then the Lord said to Samuel and God begins to speak and that's the beginning of Samuel's ministry of serving God serving the nation he gets to anoint the first two kings of Israel he changes the nation makes it into not no longer a dark place but a place that's lit up mm. um, was a prophet and he brought the word of God to a nation and he transformed it and and I suppose just for anybody listening don't write yourself off because of your age yeah God wants to speak to you. And, and here's the wonderful thing. He, he doesn't say, you boy. Yeah. Or, or he doesn't say, hello, is anybody listening? Yeah. <laughs> he just, he's, he calls him by name. Mm. And, you know, you might be listening now. And I just want you to know this. God knows you by name and he's calling you by name because God has a very specific thing for you to do. Yeah, definitely. Just like he had for Samuel, a specific thing for Samuel to do. Only Samuel could fulfill mm. his part of God's plan. And it's the same for you listening. Only you can fulfill your part of God's plan. God has a massive plan, but you're an integral part, part of that. Mm. And he knows you by name. And and so God calls him and says, Samuel, Samuel, God is so personal. And then in obedience to what Eli had instructed him, almost, because he actually misses out a word. <laughs> Eli says, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And Samuel just says, speak, your servant is listening. I don't know if that means anything, but... <laughs> But, but he says these five words, and I just want to 
only really quickly just think about these things. And here's the thing. So we went to um, we went to Devon last week, and it reminded me of when when I went to France on holiday in a caravan holiday years ago, mm. and we stayed in a big static caravan, and I had to sleep in the sit- living area, and it was open plan, so like the kitchen and the living area are all one big space really. Yeah. So you're lying on the sofa, and it's only in the quiet. When everyone's gone to bed, all the lights are off, there's no outside noise, there's no inside noise, all of a sudden I realised the fridge <laughs> seriously buzzes. <laughs> and there's this hum from the fridge. <laughs> and I was in this area, with, and my, my brother-in-law was also, we, we had to share this kind of space to sleep. And uh, so we're, <laughs> we're lying there, and then not only could I hear this fridge going... <laughs> But I realised that somewhere outside the caravan there was a donkey in a field and it was going, oh, oh. So I'm lying there and I'm thinking, oh, that's so frustrating. I didn't even know the fridge was making a noise. Yeah. I never even heard that donkey until things were quiet. Yeah. And then it, and dark and all of a sudden, okay, they're really there. <laughs> and uh, my brother-in-law says this, I, I called Justin who was just about to fall asleep and I said, Justin, Justin, can you hear the fridge and that donkey? <laughs> And he was like, no. And then he started to listen and he could hear the fridge and yeah. the donkey. And then he went and he went to say yes to me and I'd fallen fast asleep. <laughs> and then he couldn't get to sleep for the next hour because he was listening to the fridge and the donkey. But, you know, sometimes we think, oh, is God speaking? Is God saying anything? Yeah. And far too often, of course, he is speaking. He's always speaking. That, that, that fridge was always buzzing. Mm. That donkey was probably always braying. But all, so many things were distracting me from hearing it. But it's when you quieten yourself and you listen mm. and you actively listen and you say, I'm, I'm going to switch off these distractions. I'm going to shut some things out. I'm going to make time to let God speak or mm. to hear God speak, I should say. God's always speaking. That, yeah, I believe you'll hear him. And, and it's in that time then that then you can say when you start to hear God speak. Mm. Because God will start to speak and then they, he wants us to be available to say right I'm I'm you Lord mm. um, start to speak so if just a quick question then yeah if, I can. if um, let's say well actually either on a Sunday morning or a Friday night or youth or um, for the guys at college and high school mm. if they um, if they hear God speak to them mm-hmm. but then they start to think is that God mm-hmm. or yeah. is this just me creating thoughts sure. and thinking it's God yeah um, how can they Oh, how can we clarify yeah. and, and determine whether it's God or not? Are there any things we can do? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there are lots of times where, um, particularly when a thought comes into your mind that's like left field, mm. it's it's different to what you were thinking about. It's something that wasn't in line with where your thoughts were beforehand, and something comes from left totally field, and, and it's there. And I think when that happens. You know, I know thoughts can come into our mind randomly, but actually I think that sometimes will be a way that God speaks or that I'll see something and then all of a sudden I'll get an insight of something that I'm already thinking about and I just think that's that's above and beyond mm. what I'm thinking. And again, I think those those things sometimes just... For me then it's right, okay, this could, be, could well be God speaking to me right now. I need to, rather than dismiss it, I need to ask. Mm. I need to say, Lord, is, if this is you... Just help that to grow, or let that stick with me, or or say more, you know. And I'm mm. here to listen. Um, and and I think a lot of the time when I've heard God speak, 
the, the easiest way to know what God is saying and to hear him speak is to read the Bible. Mm. And as you read something, something will come off the page or something will come back to you later. Or you'll be in a conversation and you'll be reminded of something. That's God speaking to you. Mm. That's not just you having a good memory about something, but God's, the Holy Spirit is highlighting something to you that could be for you, it could be for somebody else. Yeah. Or in your thoughts, like I say, if something comes randomly or something grows beyond, just allow that to to develop and, and explore it. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. And even if it is you, then again, I would say you're full of the Holy Spirit. So sometimes we kind of say, is that me? Is that God? Well, yeah. the Spirit's in me and he's, he's there to renew my mind and he's there to show me things. Mm. And I think to then run it past people that you are more mature in their faith, particularly if it's something that you think um, God is speaking to you that's going to change the direction in your life or or something you want to bring to somebody else that might make them change yeah. something or if you're in it, it's going to challenge and you're not sure, then then run it by somebody that, that you know hears God. Yeah, We're all learning in that. We're all growing in that. But I think um, reading the Bible is the clearest way. I think when we're spending time and we're actually praying and we're listening to what God is saying, then when our thoughts shift and change as a result of that, I think we can trust that God is speaking to us. God will speak to you through your friends, through your through your, through your parents God could speak through a donkey so you know mm. God can speak through anyone <laughs> circumstances God can speak through and definitely in your thoughts so God's very creative yeah. and, and um, we've got to be willing to explore that mm. develop that and not be afraid of that and be willing to listen and mm. expect God to speak and I just know sometimes I just know God said something to me and I, I'll just say out loud yeah that's right mm. and, and sometimes it'll be a corrective thing sometimes it'll be an encouraging thing mm. sometimes it'll be a very small thing in fact there are times in my life when God spoke to me most powerfully have been really short five word statements mm. <laughs> or questions. Yeah. But I know it's God speaking. Yeah. And there's as you learn that, there'll be a little, there'll be a rise in your spirit, there'll be a response in your heart, and you'll just become more confident that it is God speaking. And it's something we've all got to grow in. Yeah, definitely. All got to develop. And I sorry, I don't know if you're about to say another point, but what about if we what about if you feel like I've, God's never spoken to me, mm-hmm. but I really want him to. Yeah. And obviously God is always speaking to us, so it's a case that we've not heard it. But what about for us if we're thinking, I really, really want to hear what God's saying mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I just can't right now. Mm. Um, what, can, what, can, what can we do to change that? Is there anything that we can do to really zone in and focus in and, yeah. and really take note of what God is saying? Because like you said, he is always speaking. Definitely. Um, but if we feel like we've never heard him... Yeah. What can we do to, to change that? Yeah, well, I'd say, firstly, if you're born again, you definitely heard God speak because you can't be saved without the Holy Spirit mm. convicting you of sin and leading you to Jesus. Only he can do that. Yeah. So God's already spoken to you. Um, but it's for me, then, it's asking God to speak. And that's that's exactly what Samuel does. Yeah. Um, saying, Lord, speak. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to listen. And then to... It will require sometimes from us a, a willingness to lay some things aside. Mm. So it might mean we need to turn the music off, or we might need to turn the TV off, or the screen off, or the PlayStation off. Mm. It might mean we need to remove ourselves to a place where, you know, like I said, in, in the caravan where all the other distractions are gone, mm. and there's space and there's peace for God to speak. And 
And I think we're worse than that now than we've ever been because there are more distractions, yes, more things going on, more things vying for our attention now mm. than ever. Yeah. And I think for this generation, that's one of the big, big challenges mm. is just the, how consuming uh, technology is mm. and how consumed by it we are. And I include myself in that. Yeah. How easy it is to slip into that. And, it, and so it requires a sense of almost like saying to God, I'm serious about hearing from you. Mm. And physically doing some stuff that shows God that we're serious rather than, oh, yeah. Lord, I wish you'd speak to me and then we carry on playing Angry Birds or yeah. whatever it is that we're yeah. doing with our music turned up to 11 and we're just not even yeah. putting ourselves in a position to hear. Mm. Um, and I think to, to do that and to ask God and to, and to then not dismiss... I think people have heard God, but they dismiss yeah. God's voice for their own thoughts. Mm. And, um, and that's where other people can help you. Yeah. Just... I've got a couple of examples actually of both of those things. So, um, this this podcast with youth, the whole reason it started was mm. because I was driving home. I was driving here actually one evening. Yeah. Um, and I felt God just say to me, almost like an audible voice, um, you "Should start a podcast for the youth." Hmm. And, but during that time, I'd been really praying that I would hear from God on on different things, including right. the youth group. And one of the things God told me to do was um, take a total break from social media. Right. Um, and just being really careful about what I let myself listen mm. on the way to work and on the way home from work. So I had this four week period where I didn't go on any social media. Right. Pretty much every time I got in my car, I was even listening to, to worship music or a preach or, or a mm. Christian podcast. And I heard God <laughs> more than I had done in a long time before yeah, that. That's and, great. and like you said, that's not because God decided to speak to me in that four weeks. It's just because I was yeah. listening and, and it can make a huge difference to to make an active effort to um, to to block some of the stuff, totally. out, block some of the distractions. But then there's also I um, where I work. We I'm fortunate that I work with uh, four or five other Christians. Yeah. So every Tuesday morning we meet to pray at eight a.m. And on the Monday before this Tuesday, I was reading a verse on um, there's like a, a devotional plan that I was following on the Bible app. Yeah. And I read a verse and I felt God say, you should share that in the prayer meeting tomorrow. Mm. And I, di- I discarded it because I thought, nah, that's me, that's not God. And then later in the day, I heard that scripture again from a completely different source. Yeah. And yeah. then I went to musicians that night and I heard the exact same <clears throat> scripture again. Yeah. And it's, it's like God calling Samuel three yeah, times. Exactly. For me, it took me three times to yeah. think, okay, maybe this is God. But... And that, that's it. And, and I think it's a case of um, God, God knows us and God's... God's incredibly gracious, mm. and He wants us to hear Him, um, but, but but we can definitely help ourselves. You know that where Samuel had positioned himself in the first place yeah. was by the Ark of God. It's like I'm getting as close to God as I can be, and then in that place, God sees him mm. and speaks to him in a very personal and very powerful way. He's he's literally hearing an audible voice. Yeah, like I don't think I could say that I've heard God speak to me in that way mm. I've heard God speak to me in lots of different ways I was I mean, going to ask you actually what are some of the ways that you've you have heard God speak to you because it just, can come in all different forms yeah obviously. but I guess it's for me it's, it's been a thought mm. um, it's a, a question or a statement that I just think well I wouldn't ask myself that question you mm. know um, do you trust me was once God asked me that Really? In fact, God tends to speak to me in four words because he probably knows I'm a really lazy reader <laughs> and God short attends as well. But he's like, it was in a really difficult time for me and I was praying and I just heard God break into that. Mm. And I was I was 
essentially pouring out my heart to God. Yeah. Really sad, really upset about mm-hmm. losing a, fr- a really good friend to cancer. And that's what God said. Um, other times I've heard God say, um, am I your provider? Again, forwards. Mm. When I was like really worried about money mm. because I didn't have any. <laughs> um, I needed it. Uh, and uh, just other times. And so that's when that, you know, they got the left field that cuts across. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them. I've heard God really clearly speak to me through songs or just a, a lyric in a song. It doesn't have to be even be a Christian song. Yeah. Where I just thought, oh, that's amazing. That's like the Holy Spirit's highlighting something. Mm. When my dad was asked to move up to Leicester to become a um, work in the church there, he was asking God for a sign. And as he was walking and praying, walking down the street, a van pulled up in front of him. And on the side of the van was written, if you don't go, you'll never know. Really? And it was about a holiday destination, but he was asking God to sort of say, oh, wow. "Should I go somewhere?" That is crazy. He just, he just, he just felt again. And so in that situation, you could just dismiss that as like, "Oh yeah, that's just chance, coincidence, you know, coincidence, exactly." But he knew that was God yeah. confirming something, and 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 oftentimes there'll be, you know, there'll be maybe one or two other times where God will almost reinforce it or something. Mm. Yeah. But that heart in Samuel to say speak and is, is really important mm. that we are saying to God, Lord, I, I'm, I'm ready for you to speak to me. I want you to speak to me. I'm, I'm hungry to hear your voice. Mm. Um, I'm not going to expect others to hear you for me. Yeah. Um, speak. Mm. And it, that's a great attitude to have. Yeah. Just another quick question. What might be some of the things that um, we would want God to speak to us about? So. Mm. You know, it wouldn't be totally unbelievable to somebody to to hear this and think, "What do I need God to speak to me about?" Yeah, what, and that's I mean, yeah. Why absolutely. do I need it? So, it might be God will just tell you something about who you are, yeah, who you really are. You know, who how He sees you. It might be that God wants you to help somebody else, mm. so you can speak into somebody else's situation, and it might only be, you might not even know that what you're saying to them is. God's words for them. Yeah. But you just feel I should say this to this person. I should send this text. I should give give them a call and say this mm. to them. And because we are not, we're not just there so that oh, I can hear God so that I feel better about myself and I know what I'm doing. And, mm. But actually, God wants us to hear Him so that we can speak His words to others. Yeah, definitely. Which is what Samuel did in an amazing way. Mm. So I think to for us to assume that we never need to hear God speak. Is bordering on arrogant, really, because mm. it's like I don't need God and your advice. I'm mm. all right by myself. You know, I can make my own decisions. Mm. And and actually, you know, if you've got the one who knows all and is all powerful and can see eternity in an instant, mm. beginning of time to the end of time and everything in between in one moment, why would you not want to find out what he has to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, but God will speak to you about you. He'll speak to you about your life. He'll speak to you about your choices. He'll speak to you about others. Mm. And um, and if if we're prophetic people in that respect, that we're hearing God, then we'll we'll be the sort of people that people will want to yeah know <laughs> definitely. And we'll change people's lives. Our lives will be changed, and other people's lives will be changed yeah. as well. Yeah. Is there anything else, particularly from Samuel's story in that passage that? Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's just, across. you know, he says, speak, your, and just that sense that Samuel believed he belonged to God. Yeah. He's saying, Lord, I'm yours. Speak, your. 
Mm. You know, I belong to you, Lord. And is that same thing of, you know, you just asked me, why why would we want God to speak to me? Well, it's because I'm not my own anymore. He's, mm. he's bought me. Um, he, he made me. He bought me. He loves me. Mm. So it means he knows me. He values me. Um, he wants me to know him. He cares. And so therefore, um, to know that we're God's treasured possession and to see ourselves as such is really important. Yeah. And then he, he goes on to say, not just I'm yours, but I'm your servant. Speak your servant. And for us to recognize that, that we're here to serve God and his purposes. Mm. It says about David that he served the purposes of God in his generation. And I think that's an incredible statement to sum up someone's life. Yeah. But you know, David served the purposes of God in his generation, not just when he was a king and not just when he was a mighty warrior, but he served the purposes of God when he was a musician playing harp in Saul's courts. He served God when he was a servant of the king, when he served his father, when he was a shepherd in the fields, when he was a good brother mm. to his annoying brothers, when he was a good son <laughs> to his father who sort of left him out in the fields, when he defended the sheep and nobody was looking. Yeah. Um, that's when he served the purposes of God. It wasn't just the big royal famous stuff. He did it right throughout his entire life. Mm. He knew that he was God's servant. And for us to know that, that's the greatest title we can ever have. Yeah. Um, good and faithful servant. And then it's like, speak, your servant is. And there's that whole thing of, you know, not your servant was listening or your servant will be listening. Yeah, God, I'll listen to you when I'm a bit older. Mm. a bit more mature in my faith or you know I really need you to hear you mm. but it's like that constant state of speak your servant is it's like now I can God can speak to me now mm. God can speak to me when I'm on the bus when I'm in the classroom yeah wherever I am God can speak to me and so that constantly being willing to hear God and ready to hear God and then it's that whole thing of your servant is listening that active listening to hear God speak mm. and he's a boy but and he's a boy during a really dark time. Mm. But it's he positions himself to hear God. God calls him by name and he makes that five word statement. And I just want to encourage everybody that's listening to have that same attitude, that same heart. Speak, your servant is listening. Yeah. And God will speak to you when you do that. And when God speaks to you, not only will you be changed, but you'll actually change the world around you. Yeah. And um, his word as it always does, will become something. It will be fleshed out mm. and it will transform because that's what God's word always does. It's creative and it's transformative and it's fleshed out by something. Mm. And he wants to do that through you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, I remember being in college myself and just what you're saying about particularly your servant is listening. Yeah. I, I can think of so many times when I'm pretty sure I know God spoke to me yeah. and I just, I wrote it off and I thought... Yeah. It's not for right. It's not for me. It's not for right now. And you know, I thought, or even, you know, I'm not. I'm not in the position where I can do that now. Maybe in five years when I get yeah. older, more mature in my faith. But you know, I missed. I missed a lot of opportunities, and the thought of that devastates me now. Mm. So, I think that's really encouraging. Just to think, God is speaking to you, and yeah. we should be listening. And age is no, um, no problem. It doesn't matter how old we are. God will speak to us, and God wants to use us. Because you know. You guys, whether you're 15, 16, 17, your best place to reach the other 15, 16, 17-year-olds. So. Yeah, absolutely. No one else is going to be able to do it in the way that you can. Yeah. And I, I remember driving to work one morning and just feeling like, oh, man. I think it was, again, I cheered God. The Holy Spirit convicted me. Mm. He made me 
discontented with my impact at work in that previous few weeks mm. and months for him and that wasn't me feeling bad about myself that was the Holy Spirit saying come on Rich you know like shake yourself here yeah. and so I prayed on the way to work I said God help me make an impact today speak through me and I walked onto the into the physio clinic area Laura was there one of the, my colleagues and I just felt to say ask her how's life and it's a statement it's a phrase I never ever use mm. but I just went up to her and said hi Laura how's life and then she just immediately broke down and she said I hate my life really um, I wish I was dead Wow. and I was like whoa <laughs> she was like the most together organised capable physio she was really on point like yeah. really good but in that one question a simple question that I was to, meant to ask her at that point unlocked in her a response and you know by God's grace I was able to sit with her talk to her um, told us some things about my, about my own life and then she came with me the following Sunday to church she got saved Wow. and it was just purely because on that morning I sort of said to God, "Speak, yeah." Your physio was listening, yeah. <laughs> um, and and in that moment of saying hello to her, it wasn't like God had said, "Thus saith the Lord, Richard, you must say this." I just felt prompting in the moment when I saw her to say, "How's life?" Yeah, and just that unlocked something in her, yeah. and God knew that I'd, at that time then I'd have the right things to say because you'd help me with that, even though I can't. Again, it wasn't like. God, what are you going to say next? Okay, and then start talking. And yeah. What question to ask? It just there's a flow in it all. Yeah. And you just trust that God's God's got it covered where where we lack in anything. So mm. so it's just just to have that expectation when you go into college tomorrow, when you go into school tomorrow, when you go into, into town with your friends, go into the cinema, just say, Lord, speak to me today. Help me um, mm. bring what Definitely. you want to say into my into my world. Yeah. And, and God will do that. Yeah. Brilliant. We'll leave it there. Okay. Thanks, that was James. that was very good. Really encouraging. Thank um, you. It's great. And really challenging. Um, can I ask you one more thing? Sure. The next ep- episode of this, which will be two weeks after this one, mm-hmm. Beth Guy will be coming okay. to share with us. And like William and Holly did for you. Yeah. Can you leave a question for Beth? It could be absolutely anything. It okay. could be on any topic. It could be a difficult, easy, All right. whatever. I would ask Beth that if she wasn't Welsh, what nationality would she be and why? That is a tough question. That is a very tough question. That's a good one though. Yeah. Right. What nationality would she be and why? Well, that's that. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Well, uh, thank you very much. Richard. Thanks, James. Really appreciate you doing this as well. Uh, it's great. Thank you. Can I encourage the youth again? If you've enjoyed this or if you have any questions, then that's Richard. <laughs> he will be willing to answer them hopefully yes. so yeah. as long as Sarah is with me at the time <laughs> brilliant thank you very much alright thank you